Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast. My name is Zach Reese. I'm your host. It is the January 13, 2018 edition. It's been a slow week, like it has been uh, since the beginning of the year, but we've got some exciting stuff still to talk about. Um, care of probably one of the most exciting console manufacturers out there right now. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my special guests. First off, we've got Josh Torres. I don't know. It's been a pretty wild week, in my <laughs> oh, opinion. Well, depends on what you want to look for. Uh, it's it's definitely not quiet on the on Twitter. That's that's much it. That's all I'll say. Uh, James Glizio. Hello. Hello, and we've got the debut of Adam Reese. Hi, have you played Maple Story? No, I don't want to play Maple Story. Okay. So, so this is nepotism at its finest. I've got my brother here. This is Adam. And so, yeah, uh, Adam, you've been part of the site uh, for much of last year, helping us around with uh, MMO news. Of course, you covered um, Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Uh, we well, we also got some coverage on Black Desert yeah. Online. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if anyone is seen those articles on the site uh it's been care of you and so of course this year is there anything actually uh, right off the bat is like any mmos this year that you're looking forward to uh well i've seen a few i mean that chronicles of valeria i think that's what it's called it i keep getting emails uh from them (laughs) trying to get more money (laughs) i think it's just they're begging for more and more money and it just seems to be a way for them to just drag things out to get more money but other than that um I'm still looking forward to like you know that uh, that Camelot game, the one that from that Dark Age of Camelot people, and they still haven't really talked much about that. And... Yeah, there is also you and I are both still looking forward to Kingdom of Fire three ten years later. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they they did say that it was supposed to go into beta either like they said late 2017, early 2018 for the West, but. Two I of the five it's... people still looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, you know, the Kingdom of the Fire. There are good. dozens of us. Yeah, there are <laughs> dozens of us. So yeah, uh, it's like I said, uh, we we've definitely got some stuff to talk about, like Josh was was mentioning. Um, some actually pretty uh, exciting stuff. So I, I, I kind of take back my comment about it being a slow week. There's actually some very fascinating ideas, some very high potential possibilities in there as well. But before we get into that, we always like to talk about the games. That high we're potential possibilities. That is high certainly a term. <laughs> high potential possibilities like because uh, you cannot guess what Square Enix is thinking. Um, so, Josh, uh, you and. James and uh, Kazuma uh, have all been playing the Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, and also Tony, of course, the Final Fantasy, uh, the Dissidia Final Fantasy NT beta that's been running this weekend. Uh, there'll yeah. be a couple more chances, but yeah, how's that been going? Yeah, it's been kind of iffy, it sounds like. It, um, it started... Like, I actually oh. haven't been playing it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were part of the group. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, um, fuck you. I, I need kidding. to download it still. Oh, Zach. <laughs> um, it's a. Uh, it started up uh, as the day of this recording, like uh, yesterday, I believe. The the open beta is running for like about a week and a half, I want to say, up until the twenty first. Um, and then the the whole deal with that is uh, throughout throughout the beta, all the characters aren't playable off the bat. It comes like in character waves, so like you have a certain set of amount of characters like the first like four or five days, and then they'll switch over to another thing and whatnot. So it, it's it's kind of like a, a staggered uh, kind of deal with it. Uh, it's been. I played the the closed beta on it. the The biggest like improvement I've seen with it is the loading times before the match. It used to go up to like twenty, twenty five, sometimes thirty seconds. Uh, in the closed beta, this one is pretty like ten, thirteen seconds. I want to say so. Just actually a really big improvement on that end. And of of course, uh, being able to invite like you know two other friends to actually have 
a proper like you know uh, party that you can communicate with um, helps a lot because in the closed beta it was only random matchmaking only it was a mess it was just kind of like it, it was like a stress test proof proof concept kind of deal of like uh, can their network infrastructure hold up um, so Tony and Kazuma uh, you know got staff of the site uh, Tony's more of the Nova Crystallis uh, our sister site um, we kind of went into it I went into it with other friends as well uh, who have Gundam versus experience because you know uh, the city is a 3v3 game now definitely t- takes a lot of cues from that kind of a uh, kind of game and it's a it, it's weird because like at one at one end I kind of I kind of dig you know that the team aspect of it of like be like you know you're never gonna have like a a, a a character that can do everything there everyone has to make up for everyone's weaknesses like say you have these uh four character classes like vanguard marksman assault or uh marksman assassin specialist and whatnot and then so you know obviously so the vanguards are gonna have like trouble against the marksman because they can uh, strike from a distance but assassins can get up uh close the gap really close so it's like a it's a big like bouncing act of like okay uh what kind of uh team do we want to make and then we have to kind of observe okay so they have these characters of the other team, how can we use our strengths to exploit the, you know, their disadvantage at either range or firepower and whatnot. So I, I think there's like a lot of potential there, like, you know, for a lot uh, more deep tactical gameplay compared to the PSP, uh, the city of games. But at the same time, there's just, it just feels kind of like weird and floaty and off. I mean, the, the previous PSP games style were floaty as well, but th- this one kind of has to like make weird concessions uh, for it to be a competitive game because in the PSP games, like, you know, when you launch someone in the air, uh, you'd be, have this um, whole rock, paper, scissors mechanic uh, the you know, that allows you to, you know, think about, okay, uh, I can like, do this kind of attack that they can't dodge or they have to like kind of uh, time their dodge with the weird animation of my attack. And it was just a weird, like, standstill of rock, paper, scissors in the original games. And this one, of course, since, you know, it's 3v3, you can't really have that kind of, deal so the the whole like kind of comboing system in this game uh de- depends on like wall splats so like you like most melee characters like end their combo with like whacking their weapon right on their face or whatever and then they, they they're like flung far off and if there's a, a wall nearby they'll like splat onto that and then that's how you like continue the combo from there uh and, and so you can do like an hp attack after that and whatnot to actually do damage to them but but it feels super floaty because like if you're on the receiving end of that, you feel kind of hopeless because like the you can still kind of tech out, but it's not like in most fighting games where like there's a tight tech window that like you, they they have to follow off of follow up off of, and it's just it it you feel super helpless in that situation. You're, and at that point, you have to kind of uh, hope that one of your team members will like disrupt their like onslaught on you. And so uh, aside from that. Uh, they have other features available in this open beta. They have like this uh, this story mode, which is not like the story mode in the other games. It's kind of like you're unlocking these nodes that uh, that is either like a battle or an event. And the the weird part about it is like you can't go through it like in one go. You have to like reach like a certain sort of like character level or party level or whatever uh, to actually like unlock these nodes. So you can't just uh, go through one node and then go to the other node. Some of that no- that node may be blocked off or gated off, and you're kind of pushed to either do the online multiplayer or do like the offline like rush battles, which is like you know a normal like kind of like an arcade mode in this game. 
So that's kind of a weird, uh, like, kind of progression that you can't really... You have to, like, dabble with the other modes as well. Um, there's also, like, the the treasure uh, aspect of it because as you level up your, like, kind of account level or character level or whatever, um, you get this currency that you can't buy with real money, uh, as I'm told. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of, but it's very much like Overwatch in the sense that... Uh, what you're rolling for it's a gotcha mechanic a loot box mechanic uh you 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 can roll for like you know player oh. icons like titles um uh weapons that are only cosmetic only so like uh i i we saw um i think either tony or i think tony has like the the relic weapon for yishtola uh so that looks real cool but it doesn't actually like Ooh. affect her gameplay it doesn't and there's like any stats i mean obviously no no like they, 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 uh, no that's oh. a, that's another that's another big thing that's gone from this in mt from the previous games it's like there's no more like rpg stats you're no more no longer like leveling up like characters to like uh... unlock other things i mean the only you can there is still kind of like a character level to them but it's not like stats wise and you're not like putting uh... accessories or whatnot to it like but there there's a like when you level the character though that's how you gain like new hp attacks for them and like chat quotes um it's <laughs> okay, you can be a level 90 person just to have a certain yeah, chat but, but but the big takeaway is like from the gacha thing is like it's all cosmetic only but the, okay. I, I, the so there's not a big like you know there's not gonna be like a big like balance uh, unbalance of like oh shit this person like rolled more than me i'm fucked it's just like you know kind of yeah pimp out your like uh little player uh card yeah, uh, I mean, screen. that makes sense because, like, Overwatch, they pair you with the level of your character, but that's, like, it's all cosmetic loot. Yeah. Loot crates. So yeah. I, I guess that would be really upsetting if it became that other mechanic where it's essentially pay to win. Exactly. So, so yeah. I, I think I, I, if they're going to put in loot boxes this, that's definitely the way to go, uh, I suppose. There's also a shop thing uh, uh, that you get. It's locked off from the beta, but every time you uh, win or lose a match, you get a certain amount of gil. And then I assume you can spend that gill on the shop. I don't know the prices on there on like how long the grind is to like get one of those things. But it's essentially if you want a specific like costume for your character that you earn up the gill, you spend it there. I don't know exactly how, how much they are though. Um, other, other than that, like the netcode is still pretty iffy because the, the weird thing about this, and it, it is with Gundam Versus as well, is uh, people have to realize it is not low, it doesn't only have to. Reg- it's not a connection between uh, one person versus another person. There is a connection between six different people, and the way they route to each other is all very different depending on where they live and how the the inf- network infrastructure is. So it's like way more complicated and uh. way, therefore way more iffy on like whether you're gonna get a smooth match or not. Like mo- most matches, the, the they run fairly fine. You'll get maybe some occasionally input lag if you have like one weak connection there but if, if when it when it gets bad it gets real bad like uh. to, to, to the point that it does have like it has like some weird rollback netcode but it's not like ggpo it's so like but if if there's like severe lag the environment will still keep on running as normally like flow as normally but like the actual still. <laughs> yeah the actual 3d models will like like freeze up and like cat like jitter a little and like, and sometimes it'll like roll back like a few, like maybe a mil, like you know, half a second or something. If it, if it just gets super fucking bad, so like any like hit confirms you may off uh, get off like a dude off a shaky connection will sometimes like undo it, and then like you get hit by them because that's just what, the way the game uh, logic, you know, that that's what the game has dictated on that interaction. Oh my gosh! I mean, I yeah. guess that may, I mean, it. Uh... 
it's even better than there's no real RPG mechanic because if you yeah. like lost progress, that'd be really upsetting. Yeah, but, but yeah, but that, that's the that's the thing, right? You can still lose progress in terms of like um, when you're ranking up, like you know your yeah. online uh, ranking. So like, and and the the frustrating part about this is like, yeah, you have your bronze, silver, and gold ranks and whatnot. But every time you like disconnect from a game before, even before it starts, like it, it wipes out that kind kind of current progress to like uh, to go up to the next level. So there will be times that like, oh, you're you're uh, you're in a queue with uh, searching for opponents, but something is off. Um, so when they find the opponents, even before the match starts, if like you you can get like frozen on that like loading screen. Uh, as you're all trying to connect and if if it can't like do one connection it'll all just keep you there until all of you just quit out and then yeah ha- and then that counts that as a loss uh, even though even before the game started that's that's gonna be complicated and it's the fact weird. that this is a, bulk, yeah. is a beta it's not the full release means that i assume it's gonna be even worse when it launches uh, yeah, i mean it, it depends right because this is open yeah. to all uh playstation 4 owners uh playstation plus isn't required so theoretically like you know the the base for this will be higher unless we're all considering that every person who is giving this open beta chance does get it and i so i'm I'm curious to kind of hear your thought like do you think that this game is going to catch on or do you think it's like still caught up in so many other games coming out at the same time it's it's tough because you have uh, around this time you have dragon ball fighters uh from arxis coming out and i think a lot of players are really excited for that like who are, who are the, really to like those anime fighting games they're really high on that um you also have street fighter 5 arcade edition so oh that's right you I know about that. that's traditional kind of yeah traditional fighting game players who really want like you know the quote-unquote full realized version of that yeah uh, we're gonna give that a chance and then for the hardcore rpg crowd monster hunter world is around the corner yep for and you know a lot of people are gonna you know go in on that because the uh, the beta phases for that were very very good. Yeah, uh, and I mean the, the beta for that one, st- and there's still another beta for that one too. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because if I'm not mistaken, this weekend Dragon Ball Fighters is having their own open beta, <laughs> so it's yeah, like they're, they're trying to do the Overwatch thing <laughs> on the Battleborn against Battleborn, where they just played their betas at the same time that Battleborn was doing theirs. So I don't know. The, I mean, it's it's a th- I. If I'm being honest, like I I don't think I think the city has this weird Titanfall two problem. Like it's just it's just released at the uh, bad place, bad time. Obviously, the circumstances are different on like the publisher side, but it's not like two other Square Enix titles are coming out near it. But it's it, it, there's there's too much like compelling competition around it. I don't know that like it'll get that market penetration for this kind of game because yeah. the, the the gameplay in this game is so. Uh, different from what people expect from like a fighting game, and from what people expect from a Dissidia game uh, as well. Game, yeah, yeah there's like the Gundam versus problem magnified by like a lot because yeah. like three like people have to understand that this is a three v three game. Trying to play it as two v two and one v one is not going to be the greatest experience because it's unbalanced like by design. Yeah, I get the feeling that it's probably going to be a game that maybe starts slow uh, selling like it sells slowly and then it just picks up because of Hopefully, you know, final yeah. fantasy fan i mean the final fantasy fan base is huge like yeah. people like uh, like dogpiled on like final fantasy 13 is like oh it's not going to sell well 15 not going to sell well and then it sells like millions people are like well it still didn't sell well yeah <laughs> i think i think, I think like, it'll sell decently but i don't know yeah, like yeah. I, but i don't know exactly like what's the what's base. the life of this game like yeah. because a lot of this game really depends on having a community around it if i go into like an online multiplayer match like three months uh, after its release and it takes like 10 minutes to find uh other people 
uh, only for and only it's only like two other people and the rest are like AI. Like, what does that tell me about the game? Well, yeah, you at know? least it's not like the weird Destiny Two thing where like it's split across different consoles, and so like you know, maybe on consoles it's not doing so great, but the PC base is much larger. It, here it's just only PS4, yeah. so at least it's centralized. You know, yeah. it's not it's not gonna have that issue necessarily. So, I, I'm so interested. There, yeah. I mean, yeah, they they also like teased, you know, like the the six DLC characters kind of like provide descriptions of what they'll be. So I, I wonder if that, that'll be enough to kind of hold them over and, and get people to really hop on board on it. I, I'm interested to see, like, you know, especially on the esports side of it. I, I imagine Square Enix is kind e-sports. of... Uh, e-sports. No, e-sports, e-sports side of it. Um, yeah. Uh, the, you I know, mean, Square Enix is definitely... That's what's, that's what's great about it. I mean, yeah. Gramza, honestly. Yeah, Square Enix is definitely priming this, you know, to be like a the, lean into that esports crowd and whatnot. Yeah, I have tournaments going on. You know, top fighting game players trying to promote the game too, uh, and whatnot. So I, I kind of just see like that aspect of it, and how, what's the lifespan of that? What does the setups look like of that? Because I have no idea if this has like a a land feature in it for for those kind of things, right? Because no. uh, so I wonder how that's gonna go. Because you need yeah. you need you need six different setups to get one single match going for this. That is a lot of time and a lot of resources. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard to say just because the fact that like it's I mean it was apparently uh, successful on arcades but like it's coming to console people were super excited about that but it yeah. seems like you know there's still got some issues with it like even the UI still feels like it's not really it, yeah, it, the console I guess it is worth mentioning that in the open beta they finally implemented like the, the, the thinner slimmer console UI for consoles UI. yeah you can still uh, choose the original arcade version uh, UI version like I, I think it helps just a tiny little bit like I've, it's, it, I'm already used to like you know the complicated UIs and whatnot so I'm kind of interested to see from uh, and hear from other people how they are adapting on that end but it, you know it, it it feels less cluttered than the arcade ui but it's still quite a lot yeah that's 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 the helpful and for people who it's a user interface of all the menus and stuff like that that pops up on the screen yeah, it, the what's it called treffer <laughs> oh uh, the, the the oh yeah uh, alex's uh screenshot of it like uh the uh, the german or french word for hit i'm not sure exactly. yeah it's, it's, it says treffer and it pops up and you're like oh what? It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just flying like fireworks all over the screen. It just seems like it's um, it's very busy. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hopeful, and I'm curious to see because this is just the multiplayer beta, so maybe the mm-hmm. single player will pick it up and uh, offline stuff. Because I, I know that the offline part is is part of the beta, right? Like you can try out the offline stuff. Yeah, so. you can do a little bit of like the rush yeah. battles and store and a little bit of the story modes. So just kind of get your 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 feet wet with that. Just to say, just to tell people, hey, this is not just multiplayer only. Yeah. Well, hopefully you see that. Is there anything else you've been playing? Has that been it? Uh, that, that's been it. Like, nothing really significant. I popped in Sledstorm for randomly in one night, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a weird game. Oh. Yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, so with that, then, James, um, looks like you've been trying to, uh, a little bit of your PlayStation VR stuff. You've been trying out Farpoint? Yeah, I just got PSVR this uh, last week. Um it's funny. I was um, I'm helping a friend of mine set, um, set up an eBay store, so I've been kind of finding things with him to sell. And a couple of days, well, like a little over a week ago, I managed to find SNES Classic at Best Buy. So I was like, oh, okay. maybe they'll have some more. Of course they didn't. But uh, when we were in the Best Buy, we saw a PSVR demo. Turns out oh. we had come at the perfect time for that. <laughs> we both tried it out, and we were like, okay. Yeah, I think it's the right time to buy in since you've been seeing it drop to like 200 bucks 
a couple of times over the last month. Oh, it's it's just the old uh, version of it. Because I remember there's like a revision of PS4. Yeah, basically the new version just yeah. has the headphones integrated into the headset. The old one comes with a pair of earbuds anyway, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. The big difference is that the pass-through box, which is necessary for the VR to work, the old one, for whatever reason, doesn't support HDR pass-through, but the new one does. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have one of those. Yeah, Adam. Um, Adam, I know you bought you bought a PlayStation VR too. How are you guys liking that thing? Like oh, uh, great, well, great. That's good. <laughs> um, I can't speak for him, but I've been liking it quite a bit. I've been oh, playing too through. Close to oh, that's, well, that's probably the way that my my uh, setup is. I've actually got a decent amount of room, and I've got the camera fairly high up, so I haven't had too many issues. Um, I played a bit of Super Hot VR, but the games I kind of want to talk about, I guess, is Farpoint. It comes with, there's a bundle with the PSVR aim controller that's really nice. Um, basically, if you guys ever played, did any of you ever use that PlayStation Move kind of controller for the, the PS3? The, the, was there a Killzone one, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Killzone 3 thing, yeah. 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 No? Well, yeah, I used of... a little bit of the eye in the demo. Yeah. Anyways, it... It's I had one of those. It's, Actually, I played Time like, Crisis. I remembered. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, except more accurate. It's shaped like a gun. It's it it's kind of uh, plain looking. Looking, it's white. It's got all the buttons. It's got a trigger. It's got both analog sticks. It basically has all the standard buttons, and it also has the move one like tip. Yeah, works out really nice. Um, especially in Farpoint, it's really cool because you can, you bring the controller up to your face in the VR and you kind of can like inspect the gun, and then it's one to one movement. It's it's really really nice and also terrifying because it especially in the single player. Like I just finished up the first boss battle and it's a giant honking spider that literally its mouth yeah. is about oh, yeah. just huge and it's like oh god oh god oh god and it was just great. Um, VR, it's definitely got a lot of room to grow, and I feel like once you get better screens and the technology kind of catches up to it, it's going to be a lot better. But even now, it's just, it, it's really hard to explain how cool the sense of presence is unless you've tried VR yourself for, like, at least, like, 15, 20 minutes. Did, yeah. did you ever feel, like, lightheaded, like, after a certain amount of time on it? Oh, no. I'm lucky that, like... I never really had it. Like when I tried PSVR my first time out at E3, I didn't have any issues. When mm -hmm. I tried the demo in the Best Buy, I didn't have any issues. And even with pretty much every game I've tried, when I've set it up at my in my home, I've had haven't any issues. Like my friend had a little bit of problems with uh, Farpoint at first, and then he was fine. So I mean, I feel like people really oversell the uh, whole get sick. I, I, I definitely got sick on, on the Resident Evil 7 uh, E3 demo uh, of PSVR. Oh, that was the most, yeah. that was the infamous one, right? Yeah, yeah. I was playing Skyrim, and I think my computer's too close, I mean, my TV's too close to me, because I was just looking at the menu, and I could see this dark shadow, and it's like, what's that? It's like, is there some kind of weird smudge on my VR headset? But then I found out it was the opening cuts so the person was actually pushing through the menu and <laughs> trying to... <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Turns out that my field of view was like real close to everything going on, so like I had to like 
really craned my neck to see the dragon and everything. So it turns out like oh. I was like five inches too far ahead. Or I don't know how how far ahead I was, but oh, weird. like that field of view just caused me to like get real sick real fast, oh. and I was like done for the night. Yeah. yeah, you probably need to either maybe put in your your bedroom or wait until you got some more space for that because it definitely needs some extra space, I guess. Or lean far back. In the I don't next know. Room. <laughs> yeah, just go in the other room. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I, because my like my eyes are like very, very, very sensitive to like uh, kind of uh, that that uh, the screen door effect on that kind of thing. So like anytime like I, I'm, anytime like I kind of separated from like my my presence of being, and like when I can like kind of see the technical seams of that, and my and my brain can't link one and one together, it will just like fucking shut down and 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 pan, go into panic mode and make you feel sick. It's funny, um, when I was at PlayStation Experience, I actually never got a chance to talk about the event itself. I'm not going to go into it, of course, mm-hmm. but like, uh, I had about like four different VR experiences that I can quickly recall. Like, um, I played Zone of the Ender's second runner in VR, which was amazing. Uh, they do this thing where like, when you do like a quick boost, they they do that thing where like, uh, James might know what I'm talking about, where they just give you sort of like, uh, they blacken the sides of it. And so it, it makes it better that you can like get a little tunnel vision going on. So you don't get sick from like, oh, the, okay. The that's ex- actually a smart yeah. idea. Yeah. It's not like every time you hit the dash button or whatever, like you always do in zone of the enders, uh, people who've played it know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, I think it's just like the way when the camera rotates, it focuses in on it. So it doesn't mess it up. Uh, I know there are games though, that you can turn that off and I'm sure that yeah, game has it. every game allows you to turn it off especially because it's funny because vr is so new like developers are trying all these things to try and make it easier to get into but some of these things they try hurt other people because i've been reading on like the psvr like subreddit that some people those blinders just gives them motion sickness whereas oh, yeah. if they turn them off they're fine yeah i also had like a couple of the experiences where it's like uh i played the inpatient which was great uh it it got kind of weird though. You kept having to like stand to the character, uh, but that was like probably the best implement- implementation of VR because obviously you're playing the role of a person, and just being able to interact with other characters in this psychological horror game was pretty fascinating. Uh, it's a great I'm way to scare people. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You really should get that if anything, because uh, that's that already did felt you, like. Oh, did sorry? you try Moss? I know they had a demo at E3. No, I I saw people playing it. Uh, I'm not really into the idea of like following person down below. Like you're following their track as the character runs around. It seems kind of it's like that Lucky's Tale. It's not so much that because you're interacting with the environment too. Like it's it it's kind of like the inverse of the Last Guardian. Whereas I guess it's a good segue, but um, where you're basically the big thing causing changes to the environment or moving moving the little mouse um, friend around, whereas the mouse friend is, like, beating up the enemies and then actually moving forward. Yeah. I mean, the the one game I'll mention that uh, before we go into the other game that you were, t- you were about to segue into, it's that I played that uh, Firewall Zero Hour game. Uh, which oh, was... is that the the John Woo inspired? Uh, uh, yeah. No, no, no. This is it's no, more like Rainbow Six. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like Rainbow Six Siege kind of oh, experience. Okay. So it's it's you're, you're thinking of the um, the payday guys, I think, is the is the other game uh, that they were working on. Uh, but the the actually no, I'm sorry. This is this is the payday game. Um, so the thing I just yeah. briefly mentioned that like that felt pretty cool because you were able to run around. The problem was like uh, uh, when you try to run up the stairs. Um, and I was standing up, <laughs> so like they they had me stand up and use the PSVR and hold that that same control you're talking about the the right the the gun thing, 
Um, trying to run upstairs, my head was basically smashed against the side of the steps the way that looked <laughs> it looked like it. So I walked up steps. Yeah, it's like you're like trying to like run up it. It felt very disorienting, like you were sinking into the floor. And I knew I, I felt really sick and I felt really unbalanced. So that was like uh, they'll probably fix. They that might have said it too low. Uh, yeah, I mean my head should be way above the stairs just because. You don't like no clipping in real life. I mean my fuck? head was like the uh, up to the side. Like I was like a. a my head faced the doorknob. Like I was like, I was like, I saw the doorknob on the doors. I was like, this is this is not right at all. Yeah, it's um, like when I was playing that uh, job simulator demo. I was like, I couldn't get the uh, height difference right, so I was like face to face with my cabinet, or like <laughs> I was fuck. like, I was like on the ground, like crawling, like I could like try to reach up and re- like reach over the 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 box so i can get the donut and just eat it like I oh yeah you. it's like you're trying like you're just laying on the floor like i'm super super lazy uh yeah i mean uh, i would say farport looks cool it's just the fact that uh, i assume people you james you played it when you were sitting because i can't oh, no. using vr uh, standing seems like a nightmare i was used i've only played farpoint when i was standing actually oh boy okay you were used to it i was standing completely still so it was very weird i guess for me i mean that was just because my first time i felt like i was going to fall at any moment yeah. you get used to it and it's i'd say especially far points a lot more immersive when you're standing which is the main reason why i'm playing standing because if i'm playing vr like it feels like feels like the main reason you'd want to play vr is to be immersed so go the whole mile i guess I guess the difference is is that if whether you're like standing still and just using that little guiding thing that teleports you to places, or um, uh, you're moving the analog and just moving your character, that seems the part that throws me off. Means that you can use the analog stick to move, and it it's off by default, but you can even set the second analog stick on the back of the aim controller to turn if you want to. Yeah, I, probably... I couldn't handle that with Skyrim using the stick to move. I just felt like I'm still, but I'm moving, and I just <laughs> added yeah, to my the, stillness. Yeah, that, that's that. definitely that's definitely the kind of uh, sickness uh, I feel when like I, I cannot do anything like on a moving vehicle, whether it's a plane or a car. Like I can't read. I can barely play games. Like, that's that's, that's the thing. I played that new Ace Combat game in VR, and like you could use your head to turn, but uh, you could also have like it's full on like the same kind of control movement as a typical like gamepad, like you know the left stick to uh, move and the right can- uh, one to move your camera as well. So, like, they expected me to do that in tandem. And so, like, I nearly threw up because I was up in the sky flying around, like, uh, trying to rotate the right analog uh-huh. stick at the same time moving my head. I just – it was like they like they, they blended together and I just, like, uh, nearly threw up. It was, like, the first time in a long time I've been sick. But obviously, like, the way – when it's implemented right, like, I had some great experiences, like, with rigs, and I'm sure you did with Farpoint. It, when, yeah. it do- when it's done right and they figure it out, like, it's – perfect and it's a great way to experience all of those games and i'm excited to see what else they do but let's talk about another amazing experience you had uh, hopefully because it's yeah. an experience for me uh you played and beat the last guardian yes i did um so a bit of a uh frame of reference here i bought the last guardian at the same time i bought horizon uh Ooh. last year and uh i bought it fully intending to not play it until I got a PlayStation 4 Pro because I'd heard about the performance issues that the regular PlayStation 4 version had at 1080p. I thought it was like the other way around with the PS4 Pro at issues. No, the regular... no. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I had no problems, but maybe I was uh, apologetic. <laughs> I don't know. Let's continue yeah. on. No, there, yeah, there, there's definitely like a noticeable frame pacing issues on the base PS4 yeah. for that game. Oh, I remember like when you went like outside and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah there was like frame rate drops on the regular PlayStation 4, and there was, like, 
small moments of slowdown on PS4 Pro, but it was obviously just something wasn't the frame rate. It was just, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, I played it. I do. I'm not sure if it's because the game has been patched since it came out, but I didn't have too many problems with the controls, which was like the main concern a lot of people had. It felt no different from really Shadow of the Colossus or or Eco. So. Oh, you played those games. You. I think that's the thing is people coming into it having not played those games maybe had a different expectation. But I think the other issue was that like um, Trico sometimes didn't listen, <laughs> so that was. Um, I actually really liked that because it felt like. I have to say the one thing that impressed me the most about the game was Trico himself, his little animations, the way that mm-hmm, he moved yeah. around, the way he reacted to it's objects like a, like in the world. Pet, was, you know, they talked about yeah, it, he's adorable. Man, I wish I had bought that Trico plushie that they had on sale. <laughs> I got it right next to me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's been at like every single event so far since then. So you like you go to like, well, there's that PlayStation experience as well, but like I'm sure if you go around to like E3, you'll be there too. So yeah, no, hopefully no they'll have again. Maybe. Yeah. Well, they'll probably have it again because they had that VR demo. So here's yeah. hoping. Um, but yeah, I oh. played through. Um, the music was great. Yes. I know a lot of people had issues with the fact that you had the boy kind of narrating what had happened as an old as an older man, and I didn't think that was that big of an issue. I thought oh. it worked. I I can understand why that's divisive though. Um, you can definitely tell that the game started off as a ps3 game there's some textures like especially when you're climbing up the uh kind of chain links that are rusted those textures look kind of eh. mm-hmm. um it the lighting yeah yeah the lighting however in certain scenes especially near the very end is just jaw-dropping like um on the two towers when you're trying to get to the final tower and whatnot just the sunset and it kind of rough going through Trico's feathers it's jaw-dropping I mean the game's art style was fantastic I loved how the story kind of ramps up it's I was shocked at the very end like I knew there was probably something up about like Trico and something up about the glowy barrel specifically but then when (laughs) I found out what those actually were I was like oh my god yes oh my god yes yes um great game i actually really really liked it especially at the end just not sure if it's my favorite team Ico game but it's definitely um at least uh, matches the heights that uh Ico had yeah no I, i'm totally with with you on that uh like for me as shadow of the class is still my favorite game of all time so like you've got that i, I still think that yeah as as it sounds like you it's agree with very me that much that's like more the pedestal. Like Ico than Shadow of the Colossus. So I feel like a yeah. lot of people went in kind of thinking about, oh, Shadow of the Colossus, because big beast that you yeah. can climb. <laughs> it's big really enemies. more. It's it's more of a sequel to uh, Ico than anything else. For oh, sure. Oh, totally. I will say that um, I all three games destroyed me with their endings, and that when you get into the credits stuff like that, and this game definitely delivers that same uh, feeling oh, yeah. that I got. I, I don't. Know if I'm not going to spoil anything, but I was surprised at the after credits scene in The Last Guardian because I fully expected it to be more similar to how the other two games ended, I feel like. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's the best part is that it's it's done so well, and I really hope that we get to hear from it to away this next game pretty soon. Maybe this year we'll hear finally hear it. It sounds like we're kind of gearing up for that based on, I think there was like recent rumors of stuff coming around. Um, wasn't there like there was like some kind of leak? I don't, 
I'm gonna look I this up. Because I think Hopefully that it doesn't some... take another decade to yeah, come out. Yeah, that's that's the big. That's, but hey, that's... if nothing else, just the fact that the Last Guardian came out and it's a Team Ico game. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So just so people know, it's that last year he did have like an interview, uh, and actually, wait, a week ago he teased it. What? <laughs> oh yeah, there was that little image that oh with the. It was like a giant person on the right, and on the left side you see someone like underneath like a beam of light. Uh, you can look this up, of course. Um, I'm looking on a push square, but like that, yeah. There's actually he's teasing his new game, so yeah. There's actually this this on New Year's. So this time you're actually the giant person instead of climbing up giant things. I would love it if we became that, but then like he plays on that stuff sometimes too. But um, I should mention I, we mentioned this off the podcast, but yeah, this came out. This was announced at a PlayStation Experience, but they announced that the Last Guardian got a, a VR. It was like a it was like a gift uh, to fans, a free VR demo of sorts where you can play as a little boy running around in one of the scenes. But it's played differently, of course, because you get to like throw barrels and look around and pet trico and stuff like that it's it's pretty fascinating so i would highly recommend checking that out as soon as you can uh because when i got to play it after uh, beating us guardian it was very i I felt overwhelmed um sitting there playing it and i (laughs) i thought i was going to start tearing up i actually kind of did a little bit uh playing it because it was so uh powerful but uh i highly recommend that it's free so why not I hope it's a demo for a full like port oh. of the game to VR. No, or they. <laughs> some people were begging for it, but no, it's it's just a little thing. Cause... At, at, at some point, you're just making a spiritual sequel to Hey You Pikachu. Yeah, they'd have to remake the. Yeah. Oh my god, fucking. That would be. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but that's. <laughs> um, and Pikachu doesn't. <laughs> what Chico doesn't pay attention to you at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not mm-hmm. at all. Just start yeah, swearing I... at it. <laughs> just right. Damn it! Get in the door. Uh, oh it's... god, that that was funny because I was actually playing through uh, most of the Last Guardian like. When I play on my PS4, I usually am in a party with a couple of my high school friends. Like, uh, if it's not like one or two of them, it's like the full party of like three or like four or five, and they were just laughing their asses off because I was like, in some points, I was just like, God damn it, Trico, listen, no, that door, that door, <laughs> you exactly. big dumb bird. Yeah, exactly. I like when you said that my Alexa alerted itself. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, but now we're like only a few weeks away from Shadow of the Classes remake, which is insanely cool on Ooh. PlayStation 4 Pro. So I'm it's sure if you yes or something, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's 60 frames, and also it's got different modes. Uh, so you can do the 60 frames, or you can go back to 30. But yeah, that game at 60 is buttery smooth it looks really nice and then they have the different filters if you want to play with it like black and white or like i told you to go to that game black and white yeah i I did actually i um uh because i was in the press area for playstation experience and they let me just play as much as i wanted so i actually beat all three uh of the class side that they allowed me to try out uh in black and white and it gave it that extra touch yeah Mm -hmm. and you actually can add a film grain and all this stuff it's you know, it's a little over. Uh, some of that stuff is probably just a little too much because you can change it all the way to like change the the RGB factor as well. But like, it's it's still just pretty... go all the way. <laughs> you make a recolorization like Ted Turner. Just go from black and white to colorization. Oh, it's way too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like every now and then, like you actually have like peaks of color in there. Like different parts of it can be colored. It's pretty fascinating. So, uh, yeah, that that game looks beautiful. It's out yeah. in a few weeks. So, but. Uh, wait to uh, wait. Apparently, teasing his new project, so it seems pretty likely we'll hear about it this year. So amazing, that and like they that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Twitter, uh, like when was it beep? <laughs> That's so oh, yeah, beep. just beeped itself into you know, existence. 
said beep so uh, apparently that's coming to life this year as well so we'll finally see a trailer uh not just a cinematic all you need is beep yeah i mean that's that got me excited uh so adam uh <laughs> sounds like you've been kind of <laughs> keeping busy with some like uh some casual addicting games yeah i've just been playing a lot of like casual games to come down from like I had recently played some Witcher 2. Like, I meant to go back and play more of that so I could finally get into Witcher 3, but my mind is such scatterbrained that I go on to other games real fast. Like, I beat Shadow of Mordor recently, finally. Oh, cool. And then I went into Shadow of War, and that experience is so different than what I was used to with Shadow of Mordor. Like, you just, everything's open, you're running around, you're double jumping places. It's insane. Like, just the difference between the kind of confined, almost confined feeling of shadow of mordor where you're just stuck in one place and shadow of war where you're running up and down buildings and all that yeah Mor- mordor is definitely a more intimate experience because you were uh, way more familiar with the, with the maps that you were exploring for hours and hours on end and war is just you don't even know what the fuck is going on it's, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like arkham asylum to arkham city is what it's like the yeah, yeah, games. yeah a little bit and then I uh, went on to a bit of Valkyria Chronicles because I felt bad that I hadn't gone around to playing much of it ever since, like, I couldn't beat that one. Like, one of the very first missions where you had to defend the gate, and then I looked at a walkthrough and found out, like, just uh, just run up on those hidden soldiers and just take them out and just get past, so, like, forget the gate. Do what you have to just to get through the mission, and yeah. that helped a lot. And uh, then I immediately put that aside because that's how my brain works. And then I went into the Metro games and because I felt like, you know, I haven't beaten Metro and I want to play Exodus. And so I went through the 2033 Redux version. Like, I know that not a lot of people like the Redux because of all the things it did to, like, the mood and lighting and stuff. But uh, I beat that. that. Yeah. Play a little bit last slide before, like, setting that aside. And then I went on to play a bunch of casual games. I don't know where my mind was at, but I think it was just because I was watching, like, uh, not to be like it's a little embarrassing to admit this, but I was uh, watching some Game Grumps. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I saw them playing. I want to. I wanted to see what they were covering during the Christmas uh, season, just to see like what kind of games they were. And they yeah. went back and played some like uh, holiday themed like hidden uh, object games, where like it just it's not just hidden object, but they like interaction and like a story and all that and. I thought I'd play some of those, so I bought like a collection on Steam and went through a few of those. I didn't. I I've been playing like a lot of classic games, so I went back and played The Bard's Tale. Oh yeah, that's I've been yeah, meaning that to one that with Carrie Ellis and Tony J doing narration and all that. And yeah. the problem with that was that like, first of all, like everything was like moving way too slow, and so I found a fix for that. And then like, um, the problem with the controls is like it allows for gamepad, but all the buttons are labeled as like button one, button two, button three. Oh, and it's not I hate that. The good old days. Oh my god. And like X so is like button X is like button A, but then like button three is like confirm and that's X. So you have to <laughs> confirm with X and and uh, back up with like actually no, it was B from the Xbox controller. B was confirm and X was uh backup, so it just kind of threw my head around and B for I couldn't bumper. find any oh, mods or anything that changed the UI or anything like that, so I couldn't like change the icons like you could with like uh if you were emulating Xenoblade Chronicles, it had a mod that sp- replaced the buttons with like PlayStation or Xbox controller icons. Oh that's which cool. made it a lot better. Yeah, it was pretty cool and but then I went on to like playing like uh 
I never got around to beating those, like, you know, Cthulhu Saves the World and Breath of Death 8. Oh, yeah. I, I knew you played a bunch of that back then, but I, I know you didn't beat it. Yeah, I, I decided, like, you know, I have to... I'm just, like, I'm, I'm trying to go through my whole... Like, the thing is, I'm going through my entire Steam catalog. Like, I have, like, a thousand games, and I'm just trying to, like, say, okay, this one's <laughs> done, this one's done. Like, just trying to, like, finish off one so I'm not, like, feeling like I'm just leaving like buying more games and leaving others behind and i need oh, to like step some kind of system because like i'm ignoring like okay i can't really play assassin's creed union and uh, unity and syndicate right now so i'll go on to like uh bard's tale and then like <laughs> yeah that's kinda, a, that's like, a, you're fighting the good fight because that's tough i mean people yeah, buy like, so many games on steam like well i already own that yeah like i just i really need to like get uh finish off these games so that's pretty much what i've been doing like other than that like the only online games I've haven't like I haven't touched, uh, like I was playing like games like Maple Story and Star Trek Online and other games that like uh, other people were playing that I wanted to like uh, be a good friend so I would like j uh, play that game to get to their point so I could play with them but the problem was that those people stopped talking to me <laughs> so oh. I oh. ended up like playing it by myself and then finally giving up like I played a little Star Trek Online because I got my Xbox One X. And I wanted to play Star Trek on, uh, like, I wanted to play some games on there, so I would play, like, uh, Disneyland Adventures, which is, like, they took the Kinect uh, features, like, to, and made it optional, so you could just run around Disneyland without having to, like, have a Kinect. Oh, and I it's just, like you're actually in California. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I am. <laughs> like, I know I never will probably be able to experience Disneyland, so this is, like, not even the second best thing, like, the 20th best way to do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's real not... far back there. Like that's virtual it. Disneyland is nothing. That's the, I, I, that was a free uh, Xbox Live Gold game, right? That's why? Uh, no, I paid money for that. Oh, okay. That's, never mind. I think yeah, you bought just, it maybe before. Yeah, I, I, I got a bunch of other things that, like, I play, I played, like, I have a bunch of other uh, games with for gold. Like, I have, like, everything, like, they've pretty much released so far on there. But I just decided to go straight for Disneyland Adventures because I was like, I wanted to see what it's like there. And I... So I did, and that's kind of depressing, I know, but that's just how I wanted to try it. No, it's and, it's a timing game, so yeah, we yeah, all got to get to Disneyland somehow. Yeah, yeah. one way or another. Just like a, might it's as well try virtual. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than spending what hundred dollars <laughs> for a ticket, because Josh knows, like, holy crap! I came here, I was like, friends, like, you want to go to Disneyland? I'm like, all right, how much is it? Well, and then and then and then at the gate they'll just goad you to like, hey, you want to get a year pass or something? It's oh like, my oh. gosh! I had friends just, who wanted to like justify like you should probably just buy the season or the year oh, pass because yeah. it's the same <laughs> price. I'm like, what? Yeah, but it's worse because um, especially with the fact did they is California Adventure still a thing or did they close yeah. it down? It is no, still, it's still there. It's still mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So, so, oh yeah, yeah. You remember that crowded days? If um, Disneyland is too full. They can say, oh, yeah, we're not letting anyone else into the park. And if you have a season pass, it's like, oh, but you can go into California Adventure if for whatever <laughs> reason you hate yourself. Yeah, I, I, I probably believe that. Yeah. yeah I don't like, know how it goes, but it's prob that's probably true. The only the, the the closest course. I've ever been to that is that we parked there because I had like an hour free park and we went to get ice cream at the little area that they got like a bunch of stores with Lego places. So it's. Definitely, it's it's like it's it sounds amazing, and I want to go at least once. But boy, you know, just like... go to Legoland, and I'm not saying that purely because it's uh, in my hometown, Carlsbad. But Legoland's better, and I've gone to both. I want to go see. I want to go to Hogwarts. Is what I want to do eventually too. That'd be pretty amazing. Uh, 
Imagine if like it was like the only time you went to Disneyland and there was that day where the power went out. Oh yeah, when they had, <laughs> or like when uh, the uh, the wildfires had to shut things down. I like how the fact that when the power went out, uh, people went out immediately. When those wildfires going all around Disneyland, they still kept it open for a little bit longer. I was like, where are the pictures of people walking in Disneyland with the background everything on fire? Yeah, oh my. But they God. have the golfer, but where's the Disneyland pictures? There's, Fuck there's... all of this. I'm just gonna go to the uh, Nintendo's amusement park. Yeah. <laughs> If they if they eventually build that, I want I want to go there. You know that they're already going to build it. Yeah, yeah like you saw the uh, was it Japanese uh, the J- Japan's was it Disney World or something like that? The one with like the Fauna Fantasy characters flying around. <laughs> I think was it Universal oh, yeah. Studios. Yeah, it was like a virtual experience. I think. <laughs> yeah, it, they had a trailer where it's like Sephiroth came up on you. <laughs> like, oh. sure, all right, sure, yes. Yeah, that was yeah. I could finally that's beat him. Terrifying. That's movie. actually Kingdom Hearts three right yeah, there. Yeah, that's Irgis yeah. two right there. Kingdom Hearts three, the ride. <laughs> I wonder if Kingdom Hearts 3 still has that little amusement park ride feature that they were showing. Oh, that looks so do. cute. Like, they they like, people with roller coasters. Like, yeah, oh, like, teacups and whatnot. Yeah, they... It was that, like, kind of, uh, like, ships winning back and forth thing. Yeah. yeah like, uh, the thing I remember is the boss fight with the roller coaster just because it seemed like the slowest, most tedious thing. You have to <laughs> wait till you whip back around, and then you can it's attack like it. It's like Super Mario Sunshine levels of tedious. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, when you Ooh, had to fly yeah, around. That makes too much sense. <laughs> oh, I hope they take that out, but we'll see. Or at least made it more exciting, but we'll probably not. I don't know. Kingdom Hearts, uh, any Kingdom Hearts game. You can now press triangle this. during that segment. I don't know. After near time, oh. any other uh, roller coaster in a video game is kind of boring. I don't know. <laughs> you jump off the roller coaster and then die. <laughs> uh, I will say near time is roller coaster. Not that exciting either. I don't know. That seemed kind of. I yeah, hated that, that, that wasn't that wasn't that that's no, that, 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 that point. If you like swing too low, do you hit Goofy with your roller coaster and his head flies off? Oh. Oh, a combination attack of the roller coaster swinging Goofy off of it, and then he yeah. shield bashes through the opponent. Oh my gosh, yeah. that'd be Ooh. amazing. <laughs> now uh, I'm thinking. So, I mean, for me, just to move things along. Okay. It's been uh, <laughs> anime. It's been all anime mm-hmm. because yep. uh, I remember, like I mentioned last week, that we had a we had to really speed up the podcast because I was working on a feature for the site that's still in development. That'll be up on the site pretty soon here. Uh, but you also yeah. have to get the anime as well too. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, this is like the first time I've gotten back in anime in about two years. So it's been amazing being able to check out all these shows that I, I missed out on and kind of cherry picking it rather than doing that thing I used to do where I watched like the first episode of every show and then decided to continue, like decide whether or not to continue it. But most of the time it's like, all right, I'll continue all the shows. <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> like, why am I still watching this next episode? Why am I still watching this? Uh, and so like, uh, uh, there's a lot of shows that I'm sure, Josh, you've dropped that I've probably followed through with that <laughs> with no good reason. Um, but, yeah. yeah, it's it's like I went back and watched, like, uh, some of the go- the shows that I was curious about, like, New Game and MMO Junkie. Like, those two shows were great. Uh, I, I'm about to finish um, Gabriel Dropout because I was curious about that as well. Oh, that's a funny show, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's a funny show, and I've been enjoying that. And, uh, like, there's been some stuff that's coming up today, like... Uh, I've got some tabs open, like Darling in the Franks, the new Studio Trigger. Uh, that first episode went up today, so I'm watching that. Oh, um, yeah, that's the Trigger and Studio A1 collaboration show. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that, we, we, uh, we were at that annou- uh, Trigger and that's at an Enemy Expo when they all revealed that shit. Yeah, they, they got the, uh, the Darling in the Franks, and then they've got the new project from the Gurren Lagan and Kill a Kill uh, duo. They're, they're supposed to be coming up sometime, hopefully later this year, because they had that yeah. poster that we... They say, you can take a picture of the post if you want. Just don't take pictures of anything else because we'll throw you out. And so 
uh, yeah, that's that's been coming up, and then yeah, Violet Ever Garden is supposed to be out in a, in a, a little more week from now. Uh, the Gashikashi two. Uh, oh, I two thought itself. Violet Ever Garden's out already. The first episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, I need mm-hmm. to, I need to go watch that. Is uh, that but... was that the that's a, thing? No, that's the Kyoto Animation. Wait, uh, are, are are they simulcasting it in, in okay, America so or no? The weird thing about the weird thing about Violet Ever Garden is they're simulcasting it in the Netflix everywhere but the USA. <laughs> Screw oh. Netflix. This is the reason why I don't pay for a subscription. I just watch it at my friend's house. Well, there you go. Well, so like for example, Amazon shut down their like anime, anime strike. Anime strike. Oh. They shut that down and yeah. just made it so that now instead of having to pay a, an extra fee to watch anime, which is fucking stupid, now you can just watch it as part of your Prime uh, thing. Speaking of that, now you have a I reason to go watch the Garden of Sinners. Watch it on the Prime Videos like uh, app on PS4, and oh my god, the mm-hmm. subtitles on the app are so horrible. They're so mistimed. No, it's not mistimed. It's just the subtitles themselves. Josh, have you it's tried like it fan on the dub app levels or something? No, 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 I actually haven't tried this, but are so, you talking about like just like a like uh, translation quality? No, it's not translation. It's the subtitle text. Oh, it's just oh, oh, like the font styling? Uh, uh, are either solid white, solid black, Solid oh, fuck. Oh, it's, it's like the solid. 90s version. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the hard coded or something? It, I'd be fine if it was yellow with a black outline. There's no outline. It's either uh, solid yellow, solid um, yellow, solid black, or solid white. Oh, damn, yeah. That sucks. Kind of have learned right now. On it, but there's like a gradient rectangle. That's the only option. <laughs> oh, gradient. That. The best gradient. Honestly, oh, my. I can understand why people are just going to pirate those shows because on. I'll be completely honest. If I was going to watch like Land of the Lustrous, that's the only way I'd be able to do it because the subtitles on the actual app to watch it legally is just horrible. That's There's annoying. No setting to change that or anything. No, no, those are the settings: solid oh, white, geez. solid black, solid yellow, or with the gradient on the background. Oh, okay. Once you get oh, like a sky shot, like you're blinded because you can't see anything. It's like yeah. it reminds me of the if you've downloaded that recent that Final Fantasy XII theme for the the theme for PS4, yeah, yeah. it's got like green text on a white background. It's so ugly. I had to change the drop shadow, and it still didn't fix the issue. It's a they really messed that up. It's the... yeah, it's just so simple. It's like text. It's subtitles. I mean. I'm guessing it's the same subtitles for anything you watch on Amazon Prime. Who would want to use that on regular shows too? It's just uh-huh. I don't understand. Well, I, I did want to mention like Adam, you mentioned like Shaft. I think the only thing I know about Shaft's doing is like that March comes in like a line and that Fade Extra thing that's supposed to be coming out. Oh, that's yeah. that's supposed to be out this year. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's actually in two weeks. Last last, last encore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's supposed to be out soon. But Violet of a Garden is the girl. You may have seen it where it's like she's. Uh, she's got like those metal arm, the metal hands in the typewriter. I don't know. You probably. Oh you... yeah, I've seen the the hand breaks apart and starts typing real fast. Is that what it was? Uh, it's 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 definitely. Uh, it, well, I would recommend go and watch a trailer for it, or just watch the first episode if you're curious. Or am I thinking like Ghost in the Shell? Oh, or something? You might be thinking about Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> 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 but you know, I mean, I mean, they're they're, they're a little lines. different. Lines <laughs> with like little pieces and just starts typing real fast. I think that <laughs> might have just been Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Like Twenty years ago, uh, but no, it's uh, it, it actually it looks beautiful and it's been fascinating to see some of the, some of the behind the scenes stuff uh, with a bunch of the new people. But yeah, I mean, like I mentioned, Gashikashi season two premiered. Uh, I'm gonna go back and watch Little Witch Academia ahead of the uh, the the game release that's supposed to be out this year. Uh, what did you say, James? Team Epic. 
I watched the first episode, and I, I actually started watching the second half of the first episode, and I was like, why am I watching the same thing again? Oh, the voices are different. So they split the episode in half, the first half with the male voices, second half with the female voices. I can't talk about the, the male yeah. voices because they're ridiculous. <laughs> they got a lot of references. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely will watch the second episode of that. That's already up, so I, I got to go watch that. Yeah, it's just been anime. Um, but that's before we get into stuff like I'm, I'm going to be covering Lost Fear, so I'll probably have talk, be able to talk about that next week uh, and other stuff. So let's get into the news, though, because we got some stuff. So yeah, uh, the biggest news of the week was Nintendo held their mini direct that was uh, kind of revealed out of nowhere, just kind of debuted, and it it, it was it was like unannounced, and then like it just with stupid Twitter stuff that I hate Nintendo's Twitter account so much because it's really corny. (laughs) Why would Uh, they even do that? Like, won't they want to build hype or something? Um, everyone else was building the hype for them. Yeah, that's true. The social media, the people were excited, and Nintendo was teasing it, so. Uh, they let they let them do it. Uh, so it was only like about less than fifteen minutes. So uh, they announced uh, a bunch of games, uh, all for Switch, which is amazing. Uh, so let's run down some of the big announcements that they had. Uh, we'll save the first one I listed here for last because that's how it premiered. Um, they showed off Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, so it includes all the DLC mm-hmm. from Hyrule Warriors, along with uh, the Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, Zelda and Link outfits. Yeah, this uh, also worth mentioning that it, it does have both the Wii U exclusive and 3DS exclusive content all yep, t- yep. together. Yes. Uh, because there there was some three like I think like Toon Link for example I think that was 3DS exclusive. Um, yeah, they said they said over the announcement that like yeah there was all the content from those games. Yeah, so that's cool. It's finally getting all of that together. And I really like the Breath of the Wild outfits. They look oh. really nice. I almost bought a when we were doing Halloween costumes we were doing like a Mario Kart thing. I almost bought like the Breath of the Wild. Um, costume because i thought i could link, <laughs> but i did not get to that uh but yeah they look great and and it's um it's cool that they're they're putting that all out there and the fact that like even like they're they're taking all this old content from old games put them on switch like they've been doing that for a bit like that donkey Kong country tropical freeze also getting a switch version too which yeah, is with great. funky con oh yeah with the little i funky love how con, funky but... con he's an easy mode and the whole yeah, idea yeah. is he's too he's cool so... to die he's too cool like jumping on spikes can't, and shit can't die on spikes but he can still fall down pits yeah, yeah. that's that's now especially I mean. near the end that's probably gonna get a lot of people because I, I imagine that speed runs for that game are gonna like be super insane like yeah. that, i want to see that especially with the the double jump and the way he like floats around like he can get around mm-hmm. enemies pretty easily uh he looks slow stuff. though. I think he seemed pretty slow when he was. Uh, he, he, can roll, around, he can roll. He can roll. Yeah, he picks up speed when he rolls. I think it was uh, the thing uh, they said. Uh, yeah, I kind of hope they also announced Tokyo Mirage sessions for Switch, but I guess that's not. Ooh, hopefully, some of these. Uh, but another news: they also ported East Eight. Uh, it's coming to the Switch this summer, which is the first East game since I think like the Nintendo DS, if I'm not mistaken, on Nintendo oh, platform. I don't, I don't um, remember the last DS games. What DS East games? Uh, East. Yeah, I... What, I'm, what? I'm joking. Oh, okay, because it was DS bad. Yeah. Is, yeah, Actually, I don't, I don't remember any East DS games, so you, you can educate me. On There's Fun East fact, Coast 1 and 2, which are is... a very, very poor port of uh, East 1 and 2. It's and funny, because oh, that was in perspective, Yeah, No, no, no. Um, East 1 and 2 on uh, DS was actually Atlas, I believe. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Okay, I'm thinking of and the Ragnarok DS. System, so it's like, yeah. why even bother? <laughs> Yeah, that was um, a good game for the DS or something. Yeah, oh, tier There's also East Strategy, which is oh yeah, a thing, but also I really heard bad. It was kind of like blah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Do remember. I, I remember that from Liz's article about the like the 
the other say yes to ease or whatever it was yeah yeah yeah. fighting the one that tried to make it look like she didn't know how to pronounce ease and just piss people off (laughs) oh yeah so that's that was also announced that's out this summer and they also uh uh, this past week they also east 8 is going to be coming into pc on january 30th with the uh the redone script and everything uh so we'll have coverage of that we already got uh, we're lined up to have a, a copy of that so we'll be covering that for the set as well so people look forward to coverage i think brian is the one handling that for us so best to them <laughs> on that one uh it's a good but, game oh yeah i mean it's a great it's a great it looks it looked really fun to play it's just the fact that they need to fix it and the side-by-side stuff shows that they really uh, are trying to get it right this time so maybe they'll be back in the good graces of falcon fans no. <laughs> Yeah. Let me right. just uh, correct myself for a second. It's yeah, why the E's, not yet say yes to E's. I just want to correct go. that yes. in case people in the, look it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When they inten- It seems like they intentionally misspoke. Uh, and yeah. then we've got probably one of the biggest surprises, even if it's not quite what people wanted. I think well, this is what I was talking about, about the, <laughs> the high potential possibility. Uh, the World Ends With You final remix. So the World Ends With yep. You remix was uh, a game that was released on mobile devices uh, several years ago, in fact. Um, I remember it having some trouble because they refused to update it to uh, like newer versions, and then they finally fixed it. Uh, but uh, the World Ends With You final remix is the, mobile, the port of the mobile version of the game. Uh, Actually, I don't know if it's the port of the mobile version because of the way they uh, on-screen prompts on the screen. There, there's some talk oh, yeah. that it could it, it could be like, like the left right con. Back the uh, partner gameplay a bit from yeah. The yeah. The... Okay, it's it's probably like they took the, the features of both and maybe mashed them together. May, maybe bit. because <laughs> because when you, yeah, if you look at the the trailer that we have up on the site, like the the left Joy con uh, has the input base that you would see on like the the top screen. And then the right Dracon looks like the motion control that you would use or the stylus back on the DS. It, it looks fucking crazy. Like, uh, so there's no actually confirm, no actual confirmation that if it's gonna be sounds... like just a new well, I'm, thing. I'm just going off the fact that I'm just going off the fact that it was called the World Ends with You solo remix on mobile. So the fact that it's called yeah. Final Remix makes me think it, but, it, it is. They could have just fixed the control scheme. You know? I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to tell right now if it's like uh like obviously a port, but there is new content in yes, there, which is the a, most important part. Exactly. There's a new scenario. They showed a, a girl in there and she looked like she's from dog and Wopa, so it's kind of like the character <laughs> art is kind of uh looks like it's, well, it's no that's actually the same girl from the ending of solo remix that teased like the new seven days yeah oh see i never played the the mobile version i heard it was not the best one to play because it's not the dual screen stuff which definitely was, uh, i'm interested uh, to see how they change things up with uh, the switch version though it does look like even if you can control both characters again this time the puck is gone which is disappointing that was one of my favorite kind of wrinkles of the ds version when i played it but oh, i'm excited yeah. I, I mean the, the thing the, the exciting thing to think about the fact that like it, as they said in the trailer it's been 10 years since the game came out uh, on the nintendo ds which is makes me feel old for one thing but Gosh. also it's like it, it's it's crazy to think that of all games like this is the one that they're bringing over because like if you think about it, like I mean, obviously, it, it caters towards the, the the format of the Switch, so that's that's an important thing. But it didn't come to the 3DS at all, you know. Like the mobile version didn't get a port there, uh, which is something that's kind of interesting. And then it never was released on the PS4, or the Xbox, which you know, I guess you could say a home console issues with that. But you know, this might set up the fact that this could gauge interest whether they should make a new World Ends with You. Uh, and I think that'd be amazing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I think with this, I think this oh, is a confirmation. <laughs> I, I think this is a confirmation that they're not gonna make a full-on sequel. 
but it's it's nice to finally hopefully get like some sort of conclusiveness out of that. Yeah, definitely not, a, definitely not a confirmation of a sequel or anything like that. We're still we were still told Chrono Trigger DS based on the sales we get a new Chrono Trigger, and that never happened. So <laughs> I, I think I, 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 I wait for the day. It's I wait so for the day. Hilarious so, how like yeah, Chrono Trigger DS sold like multiple million copies, oh. if I remember correctly, and they still said, "Oh, this is disappointing. I guess we're not making a new Chrono game." And it's like really. Like Capcom it's, or something. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, but that's Square Enix for you. It's sometimes when the sales numbers don't line up to reality, like how yeah, people. But either way, like, uh, I, I think this is just a fast, a weird left field, fascinating thing that I, I I wonder how well it'll do. Yeah, I mean yeah. the fact that there was already a lot of excitement around it when it was announced, and a lot of people were saying like, I was meant to play it. Now I can finally get a chance to. Mm-hmm. I guess it kind of comes down to like the price point too, like how much they're gonna set it for. Right. It's, it's I'm hoping it's gonna be forty dollars, but yeah. no, the next it'll probably be at least fifty. Uh, I think forty dollars or below seems pretty like a solid price point for that type of game because it's it's still a mobile experience necessarily, just on a on a Switch. So it's not like it's not like a full fledged game but uh even like i am satsuna and lost fear like those sort of like what 50, 40 50 bucks so i guess it, it's been kind of a nintendo, they'll probably play it at 60 anyway yeah. <laughs> even it's not... nintendo kind of also play the party it, it, it's been kind of a fascinating thing of like how if you, if you start connecting the dots to this announcement because you know the world ends with you never really kind of left square enix they they put like neku and dream drop distance you had this oh, um they never they didn't like have the characters appear in anything else either, no right? yeah yeah it was always kind of like there i wasn't oh, costumes, he like a costumes, right? like, wasn't he like a summon oh. in um um world of final fantasy or something was there yeah like... also some of the world ends with you songs were in theatrism uh curtain so it's like it's like experience never really like they liked it they just didn't know how to like really bring it back it's like well, you know. is this like mother three for them like just yeah <laughs> all over the place oh my yeah like appearances like uh you know uh lucas is showing up and everything but we still can't play it it's like that and like project crosstown is the places where you can get really depressed about like that, that i'm stuff. not going to complain about this at all i mean oh, no, battle system not. even if i don't think it's going to be quite as good as the ds battle system like there is the potential for it to be a really good battle system that's different, and with the new content, it might barely become the new definitive version, but I'm kind of anticipating that even with the new content and the new battle system, that I'd still recommend the DS version to anyone that wants to play the game. Of course. It's definitely the perfect version of the game because it, it plays on the uh, the two screens, uh, being able to like try to keep both uh, in mind. But the fact is, it's like, going down. <laughs> here, okay, here's here's what, here's what they should have done. The with you, though, because <laughs> that game is in my top three DS games, and that system had an amazing library. Yep. here's what they should have done with this final remix they should have fucking cut the screen in half and made it permanent so it had like terrible weird uh, aspect ratio for both play styles or require you to have two switches so the only way you can fucking play this game is to like somehow hook two switches together oh, it's like crystal chronicles or something yeah Oh, I'd love to see Crystal Chronicles back. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Uh, have to. I mean, you'd only need two switches, right? Because you'd have four controllers, so that'd be perfect. That's right. Uh, so in the last, uh, obviously, they they talked about this stuff like Mario Tennis, uh, the first story in a Mario Tennis game since I think Power Tour on the game. Yeah, Boy I Band. think was it yeah, by Cam- Camelot this time around. It's still yeah, it's Camelot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. they got that, uh, which is amazing. It's not an RPG mode. I, the story mode seems like it might be just pretty bare bones compared to like an RPG like the. The Power Tour and the other Game Boy Color game. Yeah, it's counterpoint. Like the... you, you can play yeah. tennis against a piranha plant. It's nothing. Yeah. Comp- it's nothing quite My like. Dream... Uh... 
It's nothing quite like uh, yeah, like the I think the golf the, the, the golf games golf had tennis games. Or yeah, they were more RPG that. stuff. You like got oh. clubs and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, Camelot doing their Golden Sun looking graphics with Power Tour. Yeah, I'm 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 still I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful uh, about that. But the big piece of news that was saved for last, uh, which they said as much at the start of it, like we got something big for you guys. Dark Souls Remastered. So this is a game. Uh, obviously, it's it's Dark Souls One clearly, but uh, they announced a remaster and it's coming to the Nintendo Switch along with, of course, on uh, PC. Uh, the updates come in there. Xbox One X, uh, excuse me, Xbox One, and it's PS4. just PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's PS4, PS4 is getting the trilogy. Yeah, uh, but the the Dark Souls uh, on PC is also getting an update there. Uh, yeah. There's been some weird talk about like, is it going to be a discount or not? But the big thing, uh, and they haven't really elaborated if there's anything more coming, uh, like anything else they've got planned for for this version because it's it's supposed to be out on May 25th. Uh, but uh, as far as like uh, the thing, the big thing is that on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, you'll be able to play it up to 4K at 60 frames per second. On the Switch, it'll be uh, 1080p at 30 frames per second. But just the idea of being able to take Dark Souls wherever sounds amazing. <laughs> like, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's not yeah. only that. They, they also mentioned that there's going to be dedicated servers, and they're going to up the player count to six. So you can just have more people on screen with you that, that are sharing the experience with you. And also with dedicated servers, you don't have to worry so much about, like, servers going down or having oh, to rely they on... They did that. Like, <laughs> are you talking about, like, games probably Windows? probably going to be dedicated <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. servers instead That's of actually... it being purely peer-to-peer. Yeah, I was, I was, it makes me think that, okay, so we've got this announcement, and Demon Souls, the server's supposed to shut down in a couple months, so, like, I wonder if Sony will respond with anything themselves anytime soon. I will say this about the Dark Souls announcement. I'm of two minds about it. Oh, for one, yep, yep, uh, yep. For, come on. For one reason, um, I am not so sure if the PC version of this is a good idea, because it's going to split yep. the player base that... Even now, like Dark Souls One on PC has a pretty good player base, and yeah, yeah the DS Fix thing pretty much settled it. Yeah, um, there's also DSC uh, Fix, which is like connections and whatnot. And it works perfectly. Like when I played through like Dark Souls on PC a few years back, I never had any issues, and I anticipate that not being any different now. I mean, I had, I was able to summon fine, I was able to get invaded fine. Uh, I just. I'm not sure what this new release really does for PC players besides split the community. Yeah, it's like I the mean, obviously, editions on consoles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously on PC, it's 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 definitely a, a more of a mixed bag because you've got that problem. Uh, it's just the same as like you know like buying a new like that when the Witcher Three Complete Edition came out, like you had to take your save. You couldn't use the save that you had from Witcher Three and transfer it over there. So like it. Like, no one wanted to buy it because of the fact is you would lose all your progress. Obviously, in this case, it's more about the servers. Clearly, I mean, if you're the type of person who doesn't really mess with the online stuff, like me, like, I, I if anything, the best I would get is maybe, like, the uh, the messages. Like, that's all I really get from that. Like, I don't actively care about getting invaded or doing that. Like, I played all through all of Dark Souls 2 without any of that stuff, and I was perfectly fine. I had a better experience. Like, it was the idea of, like, like even the Neo, I played a ton of that, and it's basically the same thing where you can use the... Uh, the the uh, I forget what they're called, but the cups that you can summon other players into your game as well. And I didn't really like touch any of that. Prisoner cuffs or something. Something. Uh, and then like it's basically anything. Dark Souls was also a Neo, pretty much uh, as far as like the online features and whatnot, except for the tendencies, which was fascinating. Uh, they had clans. That was the thing. Um, but yeah, it's like 
I didn't really touch any of that stuff, and so on PC, it's it's definitely more of a, a thing. And you know, if they do offer it at a discount, uh, like Namco, Bandai Namco hasn't like confirmed it yet. I think PC Gamer heard from a rep, and they took it back because on Steam, like the community manager, Europe's community manager, said that I don't know where they heard that news. We have nothing announced at this point, so now we're it's still kind of a mystery. Uh, but if it's offered a discount, maybe it'll convince more people to switch over just because it's, I assume they've got all these improvements, but then the community at large has been able to implement those things already. So it's like, it's kind of hard to say. And it also depends on what exactly else they have planned for this remaster outside of uh, a bump in resolution. Because I think what they also confirmed recently is that the Dark Souls remaster doesn't use any new assets at all. So it's it's still the same oh, old yeah. game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I heard that like uh, today or yesterday. I don't that... think you really needed new assets to begin with, no. though. Cause you just need to work with, on like, the ones PS6 that have to make P- them look yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the PS6 on PC, like, especially the armors and whatnot. Uh, yes, the train's here. Really... Yes. Hold on, James, I gotta catch the train. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I th- I think the the two things I want I want to see from from this like I just want to see how Blight Town and Lost Isaleth runs on a Switch's handheld. Blight Town without five frames per second. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I, I need to see that running on handheld mode and see what that looks like. Oh my god! If it's if it's, if, it's, it's, if it somehow keeps a stable thirty with no drops, I'll be like, okay, this was a success. <laughs> that, I, I'm actually. I, what I, I just want Blight Town to remain the same. Yeah, it's, it's really hard <laughs> to get to that NPC that's across the way. Uh and yeah, it's DLC, it's... like DLC, have cra- uh, have crappy Blighttown back. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I it's like I a to pay for... you hit like on the uh, full like full like full throttle remaster. Hit the like Halo Ma- Master Chief Edition, where you just switch between <laughs> the two visuals. You go back to Blighttown the way it was. Oh my god! It's a relaxing though. Like Blighttown is silky smooth, sixty FPS. That's like I I'm, I'm not sure if we're ready for that. No, you don't think anyone is. You'll climb ladders twice as fast, <laughs> just like the Dark Souls uh, uh, when it came on PC the first time, uh, and the durability will go even faster. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm I'm very curious. Actually, I'm kind of interested if Digital Foundry, um, who are known for doing a lot of the uh, comparison videos and stuff like that, uh, what they'll when they do everything side by side with the Switch, X, PS4 Pro, and Xbox One X and PC, uh, how that'll all go. I'm very. That's probably the thing I'll be most interested in. But yeah, Dark Souls Remastered out May 25th. So hopefully we hear some more news about that. So that was a big part, like I said, of the Nintendo Switch, the Mini Direct, as they called it. Uh, that's that's the big stuff. Hopefully we'll get another thing in a couple months. Because uh, right now I'm pretty fascinated with some of those titles. Like they showed off more of that Kirby Kirby game coming out. Um, I've been they hearing some, they update the visual a lot on that game. Yeah. yeah, I've been hearing some speculation that there might actually be another January Direct because every Nintendo Direct Mini has had a second Nintendo Direct happening at least like less than twenty days after that Direct Mini. That's actually important to point out because there was that thing we mentioned before. Actually, I think we talked about last week as well, where that guy on Reddit who was receiving internal memos from EA, uh, they mentioned uh, a Direct in January. That was all first-party stuff shown in the mini direct, so that seems possible, very possible that they'll have that, or maybe they they could have delayed it to early February. Who knows? But yeah, I, I, that's that's a strong chance of anything. That's like a third-party, uh, maybe a more third-party focus. But we'll there see. will be an indie showcase, if anything. Yeah, it, if it's anything. about time for another one of those. So. Yeah, but yeah, as Adam said, also that Kirby game apparently improved a lot since they last showed it. So let's get into the other news we've got here. Uh, just a few more stories left. Uh, it's all Square Enix stuff. Uh, so. Oh. They announced, yes, uh, so they <laughs> announced something that we've been kind of waiting a lot for and really hoping that would happen, uh, Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. 
uh, is was announced for PC. And so, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there wasn't a date set for that thing. It's just been it's just been so. 2018. I believe no. it's February. February. Okay, yeah, February. Uh, oh which yeah, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same time frame as Final Fantasy 15, so it'll be interesting to see how those two battle out, I guess, on the cell charts. But uh, some of the big improvements they added. Overwind Square Weenix Woos. Oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking forward for that. Uh, so they added 60 frame per second support. Uh, which is crazy uh, to think about an old game like that getting that support. Also, twenty-nine by nine, uh, twenty-one by nine widescreen uh, monitor support, which a lot of mo- games don't. See, so if you buy one of those monitors, I think Brian owns one of those, <laughs> and he's been bummed out about that. He's always like constant uh, like black bars. You'll be glad to hear about that. They added a new third soundtrack as a background option. Uh, so third uh, soundtrack for background music. They added a third option for that. Um, I don't think they really elaborated any further than that on that, so I don't know what exactly that is. I guess it's just a yet another rearranged version of the soundtrack. Orchestral uh, or something. Probably, yeah. Potentially. Uh, and they've yeah. got, the out of course, the cheats that were from the, the, the console version. Yeah, and also... Sorry, go ahead. No, I just... Uh, every, like... I'm, I'm curious, like, what kind of cheats they'll have, because, like... Uh, I wonder how much of the game you lose when you use cheats in a game like Final Fantasy Twelve because... Like when I tried to use cheats, like back when I was like using Game Shark and all that, it ended up like completely ruining the experience for me. And I'm just curious, like the other like Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, like it didn't really matter as much because you were like going through like uh, some old like you were just like you're just uh, having to press A over and over when you're going through menus and stuff. But with Final Fantasy twelve, you're like this back and forth action with like real time like having to decide what you want instead of like just kind of chasing right through fights and stuff i just wonder how oh, that would... i i, 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 I like the cheat from... feature because uh if i'm going through if i already beat the game like the, the yeah, like, yeah. three yeah. two to three times already and i don't want to like grind for license points again well, i don't want to go through this again that's just, uh, that's it helps yeah. that's what they did with final fantasy 9 of course where they allowed yeah. you to max the level but that they've already kind of said what the cheats are uh so aside from you know the turbo mode which is probably the best feature uh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, I mean, that's not a cheat, obviously. But, yeah, they have maximized license points in jail. So you'll yeah. be able to have that right off the bat. And, that, and that's cool because, like, like for me, like, a lot of the charm of Final Fantasy XII is kind of, like, messing around with the programming of it thanks to the Gambit system, you know? Like, I, I, like I've already played it enough times to, like, in a legit manner, like, you know, what I want to do. But now with, like, the dual dual classes and I haven't really touched my cop, my PS4 copy of Zodiac Age, I just kind of, I kind of want to screw around with it. I don't actually want to play it as an RPG. I kind of want to play it more as, like, a programming simulator type deal. And I see how I can... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I like playing FF12. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just to briefly run through the rest of the stuff. So uh, I, I take it back about the, the third soundtrack. They already kind of say it in the press release. The original, we orchestrated and soundtrack version. So apparently the soundtrack version was uh, improved over the original. So that's that's the third one. And also with the 21 by 9 ultra wide monitor support, they also offered up to three HD monitors can be used for potential 48 by 9 experience. If you got that set up, they use for like the... Uh, the <laughs> Uh, that you have the setup for like your, you know, your air, fl- your flight simulators, and your, uh, and uh, anything else you had for like IMAX. three monitors. The huge IMAX experience for Final <laughs> Fantasy XII. I don't know why you would need that much space for Final Fantasy XII, but you know that's that's there for you if you need it. Uh, your racing monitors, you need something else. Your cockpit view. Um, so that's that's the big thing, and obviously with the other stuff like full controller support, Steam trading cards. Uh, and, and other options to sort of improve the experience. So that's, and, and the, I think the other cool thing is that, like we were talking about, Josh, you've already played it. 
Uh, you can uh, you have access to the new game plus and new game menus options right off the bat. So if you already played it on PS4 and you just want to go right into the PC version with the new game plus, totally do that. Too bad you can't transfer your save, but that's a totally different thing. Um, so that's that's amazing. Uh, that's that's a, a pleasant surprise. Uh, something we expected in some sense because all the other Final Fantasy games are on PC at this point, uh, except for one and two. One and two, yeah, that's not on there. Which would love to have those on there. Um, just to sort of complete the package and please put Final Fantasy Tactics on Steam already. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> please, please do that. Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy 15, uh, before that's going to be out in a in a, few, in a month here on PC as well. A Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition was teased for PS4 and Xbox One, so it sounds like that would probably just be all the DLC up to this point. So that's just what Final Fantasy 15 on PC is. It's all the it's the game plus all the DLC. Uh, Does so that it sounds mean, like, like the movies and the anime. You think they'll include that? Of course. Uh, so that'll be all that DLC is going to be on the console version as well as a package. Uh, so people will be able to do that. Uh, I'm still, in, speaking of which, actually PC version will have modding support, won't it? So I'm curious to see where people go with that stuff. I think we already know. Put the camel uh, chocobo in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That disgusting thing. Did you see the uh, edit I made? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. I added the, the pair of funny legs. Yeah. I I've, I had I was bored at work, and so I decided to, to mod that thing uh, even further. Yeah. Uh, if people who don't know um, what we're talking about, it's that. So... Square Enix and uh, Ubisoft had a collaboration event where Final Fantasy, uh, excuse me, in Final Fantasy 15 they had this event where they had like Assassin's Creed event where you can get like costumes and things like that in that game. In Assassin's Creed Origins, you have this event where you can get like this chocobo uh, to unlock as a, a mount. But all the people did, all they did was that they modded a camel <laughs> to have the head and tail of a chocobo, or at least the upper half, basically, yeah, of, a yeah. chocobo, of a camel. Uh, change it to a camel. Uh, uh, excuse me, change it to a chocobo. So if it had four legs, people who know about chocobos, they have two legs. So it's looked, it looked really bizarre, like a homunculi. It just looked really bad. And like so Chimera thing going on. It's so bad. Um, so that, that happened. Uh, but this, the Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, that's only been rated by the ESRB. It's not been announced by Square Enix, so you can't really look for particular news about that. But I'm sure we'll hear about that soon um, as we near the PC release of the game. And finally, uh, which is probably the biggest surprise, um, people know about this wild. game. Yeah, Yumi Nikki, uh, which it's it came out about 15 years ago, I think. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's two, the initial release was 2004 because it's running on RPG Maker 2003. Yes. And uh, the, the initial Japanese version, like version 0, 0.0, whatever, uh, that was J- Japanese only until it got an English patch or translation around 2007, I want to believe. Yes, yes. That was uh, like an unofficial one, too. Yeah. YouTube yeah. got a hold of Yeah. So the, this was a very, very crazy game uh back in the day because this kind of laid the foundations of like you know of several of the uh kind of retro rpgs that you've seen uh built on this engine like you know to the moon for example definitely takes some inspiration even undertale uh takes a lot of heavy inspiration we'll from... say undertale on game maker but it's still it definitely took inspiration yeah it's, from, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's that's gonna, game maker i just hear a lot of people saying that and like i can't many people yeah. say that yumi nikki was inspired by undertale <laughs> no, that's, no. that's yeah that's a lot of that shit it's like yeah. you know what they talk I, about uh dot hack and so on online yeah, and mix. yeah but i mean it, it's it's cool that you know a lot of people get exposure to this now the reason it's coming back up because it was 
uh, randomly like put up on Steam, uh, free to download. Uh, it's a it's a neat little game. You'll get uh, a good few hours of, about it yeah. uh, out of it. It's it's basically like this uh, young girl who goes to sleep, uh, and then you are kind of examining and exploring her like her dream landscape. And uh, there's a lot of like very neat, weird, even horrifying things underneath the surface of it as you kind of learn more not about not only about this girl but kind of like her psyche and whatnot. So it's definitely a neat little thing. But the the, the bigger news out of this uh, is that it's going to have a, a new Yumeniki project yes. uh, that's going to be revealed on January 25th. Some some data mine artwork has already been kind of extracted from the site, so it, it's looking really really sharp. Uh, but it, it's it's important to note that this uh, the the new project isn't by the Japanese developer Kikiyama himself. It's mm. more about the, the 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 people who made like the manga adaptation of Yuminiki, like kind of yeah. kind of carrying on his will. Well, this is not uh, just so yeah, it's, it's, it's people that love it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's I mean it's 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 fascinating because obviously like uh, the game uh, its audience grew because of so many fan projects that came after like Yumi Tuniki, I think was one of them. Uh, <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> interesting it's name. Really, yeah, really. Uh, subtle uh but yeah it's just into kelly yeah it, this all this all came about uh, also in part because um last like a, a month or two ago during comic head uh katakawa games had uh they announced that they would bring in yuminiki to mobile devices in japan uh it's not because oh, yeah, the west sure. so, yeah so they had that and if you look at the teaser site katakawa games is also listed on that site as well so they're involved uh uh, Kikiyama is still the copyright holder as listed on there, so it's not like he lost the the, the rights or anything like that. So uh, he'll still get the royalties, I guess. Uh, but apparently, they're trying to spin this in something bigger. So yeah, it's 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 obviously it's a great game. Definitely recommend it. I played it back in college. Um, had a good time with it because uh, it's it's about a girl who's a shut in. All right. Uh, one might say if we start the biggest surprise category in our awards, oh boy, uh, boy. this mean, would be up there for I, sure. I mean, we could definitely do that at the end of the year if we if we if we still want if we if we decided we consider the way things were. I think we'll probably stick to what we did last year, just because it was a lot easier. But uh, yeah. the fact that that was announced and uh, it's a little we weird how that came out of nowhere like that. Yeah, just it was suddenly on Steam. There wasn't like a, a, a coming soon or anything like that. It just was released on there. It's not like in the wake of Undertale or anything. It just kind of jumped out there. Yeah. I'm 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 very surprised, you know, but both of our accounts, both RPG side account and my account on Twitter, like kind of like the fan reaction Holy to it. Like people are still blew up. people, yeah, people are still very. It still has like a, a fairly like I'm not to say like a crazy like you know big fan base, but a very dedicated, vocal, loyal fan base. A lot of nostalgia, uh, yeah. A lot of people yeah, like, I, I a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot, of people, a lot of people have just even just heard about it, not even played it, but just heard about it from like yeah. all this stuff about Undertale and stuff. They just heard about Yumi Nikki and like, I want to play that, but I don't want to play, like, go and install RPG Maker or anything. Right. With the advent on Steam, I think it's going to be a big boost to them. Yeah, like a weird exe file. I think you had to download and stuff. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's obviously more official. It's still free to play, obviously, so you can still grab it right off of Steam if you want to keep it centralized. But yeah, it's 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 fascinating and it's crazy. Like I think when I first posted like the birthday tweet for Yumi Nikki for the first time, like that tweet blew up, and I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know anyone knew this game except for me and maybe a few others. So it's it's uh, and, and uh, Josh, obviously you, you knew about it too, and we talked about it, I think around that time. So it's it's great to see that. Um, like I said, it's yeah, it's free on Steam. Just go ahead. And I highly recommend picking up if you're interested yes. in uh, sort of horror themed adventure games. Uh, go into it knowing nothing. That's yeah, the best that's, way to go into it. I, I think that's that's perfect. And I'm kind of jealous of people who haven't played it yet because it's it was one of those experiences that uh, even if I played it back then, I mean it was it was fantastic. 
for some reason it's just it's it wasn't until this announcement like oh yeah Yumaniki, that's right you know and and it's mm-hmm. it's it's good news and the fact that katakawa games of all people are the ones trying to lift it up is uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's so crazy to think about. I, at least you have a good track record of Katakawa, like, you know, bringing their stuff over, like God Wars and, and uh, Root Letter. Root Letter. Uh, I can't even mention the two games that aren't that great. <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not saying that, that they're great games. Like, we're saying that at least doctrine. they're bringing things Remember over. Natural Doctrine? That was a Katakawa. Oh, yeah, that's so right. <laughs> Boy, all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's 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 the it's so uh, like I said I take it back it wasn't really a slow news week there was some real important news that came out uh, hopefully we'll hear some uh, other exciting stuff here um, we still got a couple more betas for Dissidia Final Fantasy and T to look forward to they basically just rotate the cast so if mm-hmm. you want to check out the characters and see what that's like next weekend at the at the time of this recording the Monster Hunter World final beta will be yeah that's up. right they've got the rotating the... the cast sounds like a Dota thing yeah. That probably is. Uh, but they've got like they have got the fourth monster big challenge. I'll be up, uh, James. I'm sure you'll be checking that out as well. Um, ho- well, hopefully I won't have to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, you, maybe you still want to check out the beta, but we'll, we'll yeah. anyway. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, ho- yeah, hopefully you're playing upon a version of the game instead. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff planned. So everyone, be sure to check us out, and you can find us at rpgsite.net. You can also find us on Twitter at rpgsite, our Facebook page facebook.com slash rpg site net our youtube channel youtube.com slash rpg site net uh on our itunes you can always search for us on itunes or your favorite podcast app to search for tetracast or rpg site uh sometimes it changes about what you can look it up and find us uh our permanent discord link we've got a great discord chat uh very active uh discord.me slash rpg site check that out lastly I'd like to share where you can find us on twitter so where can they find you josh we're finding you at HD Karen, H D K I R I N. James. At the sweet T H E S W W E E T. Adam. At A M Reese, I R E E S E. Right, great. And you can find me at Zach Reese. It's gonna be kinda of crazy to think we got two Adams on, on staff and now you're both on the podcast, so we're gonna to have to like differentiate if you both appear. But yeah, uh Adam it's... one, Adam two, I'm Adam one, he's Adam yes. two. Uh, yes, try it. We'll just call you Reese. Uh, a one and A two. Oh man. That... Oh okay, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been it uh, for this January thirteenth, twenty eight. January twenty eighty. Twenty ee. Uh, it's like the Mega Man stuff. So January twenty uh, twenty th- ah January thirteenth, twenty eighteen edition. I finally got it right after the fifteenth time. Uh, edition of the TetraCast. Catch us next week for yet another edition. Bye everyone. <laughs>